Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dadon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dadon Tolbert. This is the original Urban Podcast, uh, second uh, show, second episode of this new season. And um, I wanted to return live today to talk about uh, this TI situation. Um, you know, black fathers and black men and relationships and um, just the relationship that black fathers have with their daughters is something that I've, I'm very passionate about, something I've been passionate about. Um, just as a father myself, um, it's something that, you know, I take very seriously. And, um, you know, uh, this whole this whole thing, like, it just came about out of all of a sudden, you know, everyone is talking about T.I. And it's like T.I. is trending on Twitter. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Let me see why T.I. is trending on Twitter. And they're saying that, you know, there's this controversy because he was, you know, uh, reportedly – taking his daughter to the gynecologist to uh, ensure that she's still a virgin. And, um, you know, that has evidently angered some people. That has caused controversy. That is, I mean, it's like, now I'm going to talk about it. I wanted to definitely give my thoughts on it. But it's like, I can't help but to recognize the hypocrisy. And I want to talk about a lot of that hypocrisy today. I want to talk about the the standard, you know, that I feel like black men should have with their daughters. I want to I want to talk about us as a community and the things that we're passionate about, and then you know, from a positive standpoint, and the things we're passionate about, you know, from a negative standpoint. Like we want to, you know, criticize and criticize and criticize for the wrong things, in my opinion. You know, we want to uplift and glorify the wrong things, in my opinion. You know, so uh, I'm going to jump into it, man. The Data on Tolbert Show, guys, is brought to you by TRC Worldwide, my company, TRC Life Coaching, TRC Auto Sales. Um, sponsorship information is available at Data on Tolbert Show at uh, gmail.com. So I'm going to start off like this. He he wants to make sure that she's a virgin. Um, the article that I read said that he, you know, took her to the OBGYN. Um, and obviously because she's 18, she was, she had to give consent to, for him, for those, you know, for that information to be made available to him as well as to be made public. So evidently that's what she did. So for me, that's the first thing. This is someone who is in the home. Right. This is someone who is in her life. This is someone who loves her. So let's start there, if we can. Let's start with the fact that T.I. loves his daughter. You know, we're not talking about much of the black community that is harboring and making excuses for rapists, uh, child molesters, uh, people who are doing very, very bad things to their children bad things to little girls. I mean, the, the, the statistics on um, incest and the statistics on molestation, abuse, it is very, very high. Those, those statistics are, are astronomical. And a lot of that stuff doesn't get reported. So let's start with the fact that we have a lot of, as a community, we are harboring a lot of inappropriate behavior, a lot of that behavior that leads to depression, leads to promiscuity leads to, um, you know, women sliding down poles, 
uh, you know, getting into bad and, and toxic relationships and marriages, uh, you know, as adults. So let's start with the fact that you don't hear a lot of that. I mean, people are jumping on this T.I. thing like, whoa, but what about that guy, your mom's boyfriend or whoever that's touching that little girl that you know about? You know what I'm saying? Let's start, you know, not to go off subject, but let's talk about the fact that yesterday a 12-year-old boy was shot in the head in Philadelphia. And nobody knows nothing about that. Nobody knows the gunman. Nobody knows. So, so let's start with the fact that we as a community pick and choose what we're passionate about and pick and choose what we're outraged about. But T.I., this is someone who loves his daughter. Now, granted, this may be in today's society considered extreme or considered outside of the box, but we live in a society where we need parents to get go outside of the box. You know, my parents were looked at as, you know, uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say, I don't know how they were looked at, but I know I was looked at as being weird because I couldn't do certain things as a child. I couldn't, we didn't celebrate Halloween. You know, we didn't roam the neighborhood all hours of the night with the other kids, or we didn't, um, I couldn't do a lot of things because my parents were considered extreme. They took extreme measures. I wasn't allowed to wear certain clothes. I wasn't allowed to have a pager. I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things because my parents actually loved me and actually cared about me and my siblings. And so we, we have to, you know, that this, this whole extreme thing is relative because there's a lot of things that were done back in the day that were viewed as extreme. T.I. doing something like this, listen, that's okay, fine, that's extreme, but, but at the end of the day, you have to look at his intentions. Is he abusing her? Is he, you know what I'm saying? Like, is he ostracizing her? Is he trying, I mean, is he doing anything for her? I mean, she loves this guy. This is not something, someone that is hurting his child. That's what we really have to get get to the bottom of. I mean, this is someone who is doing this out of love. He wants to make sure these young boys, he's in the industry. He knows what it's like for, for men to target women. You know, a lot of his music actually targets. I mean, he, he's, I'm not saying, I'm not making, making excuses for him because a lot of things he does would be classified as hypocritical, but that's not what this is about. This is specifically about the role that black men should, and black fathers should have in their daughters' lives. The reality is black, young black girls need fathers in their lives, okay? They need not just fathers, but good fathers. They need loving fathers. They need fathers who care about them. That's what, that's what has to be the focal point. The reality is so many young girls grow up without loving fathers. That's a fact. Many young girls grow up without fathers, all right? And we, that's a problem. You don't see people talking about deadbeat dads and let's, we want to bash T.I., but let's bash the deadbeat fathers. Let's bash the fact that these young girls are looking up to Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B for influence and guidance and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce for influence and guidance, when in reality, this young girl has a father that she can look up to for influence and guidance. At the end of the day, she knows, hey, I am protected you know, by this man. He has my back. You know how many young girls have no idea what that's like? I'll tell you all quick, and this actually really happened to me this morning, literally this morning. And it's sad that it has to be like this. But I, and I'm not going to put her name out there, but a young woman, young little young girl, I dropped my kids off, and she's like, you know, she's, she's very touchy-feely. You know what I'm saying? And, and not in like a, you know, uh, you know, perverse or anything type of way, anything like that, but she just, I see her giving hugs and, you know, just being very touchy-feely with other young kids 
you know, and, and she does that with some adults, too, and say, hey, Mr. Talbert, you know, hey, can I give you a hug? I'm like, oh, hey, hey, we don't, I'm not doing no hug. I'm, here's a handshake for you, you know, and it's sad that it, let me just say, it's, first of all, it's sad that it has to be that way, you know what I mean, that a, a, a caring parent can't give a little child a hug without it being misconstrued. That's a problem in and of itself, but it's, all, it's a bigger problem that, in my opinion, I don't know for sure what's going on in this household, but in my opinion, this young woman is this young girl is not getting the type of uh, love and affection from a, a positive male figure that I feel like she should be getting, you know. And that's just my opinion, just from ob- observing over the last several years of seeing this, you know, young girl. But you know, because like, why, you know, what I mean, all these kids aren't like that. Why are you so touchy feel? Why do you always want to give hugs to these grown men? You know what I'm saying? Hugs to other boys. It's like that's that to me. That's that's a little. Um, awkward and not healthy and so I'm like well I don't really do the hugs here's a, here's a handshake for you you know what I'm saying and I feel like if a young woman has a male figure that's willing to give her that love that and attention that she's seeking we should embrace that we should embrace T.I. for loving his daughter and for being a, a positive male figure in her life now like I said earlier, she gave consent for this because I feel like he's getting a lot of negative attention unnecessarily. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, you know, one of the things we have to look at is these kids nowadays, she's 18, but these kids nowadays are having sex at 12 years old. They're having sex at 13 years old, okay? And, you know, they're getting pregnant. Um, These kids are... um, you know, they're living a, a fast lifestyle. A lot of these young girls are fast. You know, they're having multiple abortions by the time they're 21. You know, a lot of these young girls are using abortions as a form of contraception. It's like, oh, boy, I got pre- I'm got i having unprotected sex, but, oh, boy, I got pregnant, so let me just go pay this three $400 or whatever it is, you know, and I'll just have an abortion. You know, T.I. is saying, hey, I see what's going on out here. I'm going to make sure. Now, granted, now, there are other ways. There, I'm, And hopefully, I don't know what's going on in this household, but I'm hoping. I don't watch the family hustle, and I'm not in their home to know what's going on. But I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, there are other things in addition to taking her to the gynecologist to make sure that she's still a virgin. There are other things that he can do and is doing to make sure that, she has the right morals, the right values. She's not being led in the wrong direction because a lot of these young girls are, and no one's talking about that. I mean, literally, I mean, how hypocritical is it to to criticize Tia, right, for caring about his daughter to make sure she's not a virgin when we have people who are literally glorifying artists and musicians that promote, literally promote promiscuity as well as prostitution. How hypocritical is that? How counterproductive is that to criticize people, you know, who are who are stepping out and saying, I love my daughter. I care about her future. I care about what she's doing on a daily basis. You know, but but to criticize him, but to love the city girls, but to love uh, you know, the Megan the Stallions 
who are coming out in thongs, performing at the VMAs and, and things of that nature, you know, coming out in bras and rapping about, hey, if you want this sex, you got to pay for it. And that's what's happening nowadays. You know what I mean? We can't, we, we can't get around that. We can't act like these things are not happening. So in my opinion, we need more black men to check their daughters. See, see, back in the day, you know, I grew up in a time period where if a young woman, if a young woman came down the steps to go out in a certain type of way, you know, that, that father, not just the mom, the mom maybe, but the father specifically would say, no, you take your ass back upstairs, you know, and, 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 and change those clothes. You put on something more, you know, more more conservative. You know, that's what we have to get back to. Where are the fathers that are doing it? Because now we live in a society where moms are partying with the daughters. You know what I'm saying? Moms are actually going out clubbing with the daughters. Moms are going out on double dates with the daughters. This stuff happens. This is stuff I see. You know what I mean? So it's like we really can't, um, you know, be but so mad at someone who, who at the end of the day loves his daughter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, all, it's almost funny, man. It's almost, I mean, look at the society that we live in. You know what I'm saying? Women and little girls, they've got 16, 17-year-olds with fake IDs sliding down poles, giving men lap dances. You know, and the reality is I'm pretty sure they didn't have fathers like T.I. who were saying, no, I'm going to take you to, you know, somewhere to make sure you're still a virgin. Forget make sure you're a virgin, just to make sure you're not a hoe. Because if I can be, y'all know me, I don't sugarcoat. We're not just talking about sex. Because we know how it is. I mean, at the end of the day, you can have sex but not be a hoe, right? You might have a boyfriend. You might, I mean, ideally that would not be what you would want for your daughter to be having sex at 16, 17. You know, but let's just say she that's what happens and she's in a relationship and she, you know, she, with someone she likes and, you know, who likes her and cares about her. and things. That wouldn't be the ideal situation. But at least she's not out there being a hoe. And that's what we need. We need fathers, you know what I'm saying, who are willing to step up and be like, you know what, you're not going to be a hoe, period, point blank in this story. I'm going to raise you in a manner where you're going to respect your body. Where are the black men, forget black fathers, just black men in general, who are willing to step up and be like, you know what, you're going to respect your body. Black women, respect your body. Because now we live in such a society where it's like, all right, well, I want everything to be equal. You know what I'm saying? I want everything to be equal. I want, I want you know, the, well, how come the men can do X, Y, and Z? Everything, you, ever, you know what I'm saying? Well, if the men can do it, why can't the women do it? But that's counterproductive because the men a lot of times are out here being dogs. The men are out here being hoes. So where does that leave us? If the women are striving to have equality and be like the men, but the the vast majority of these men, especially in the music industry and around the industry, they're not doing anything positive. They're out here having sex, objectifying women, putting these women in their music videos, and making it rain, going to strip clubs. Like If that's the lifestyle that they're living, why would you want to be like that? And the only reason that women want to be like that is because they don't have men in the homes, fathers in the homes, to say you're not going to be like that or you, this is why you shouldn't be like that. Or, hey, I love you. I'm going to give you some attention. I'm going to give you some love so you don't have to go to the strip club to get these compliments. I'll give you the compliments. 
Yeah, I tell you, sir, my daughter, you know, it's funny, man. Like, she's eight. And uh, I said, so I was just joking around. I was like, I forget what it was, but I was like, she says, why? She's like, talking about her brother, I think. She's like, William, why are you staring at me? Why are you looking at me? She was, you know, bickering with her brother. I said, Aubrey, it's not a big deal. He's only looking at you like that because you're so beautiful. And just the the look on her face, her eyes lit up, her smile lit up. And it was because that was like nothing to me. It was nothing for me to just say that in a joking way. But I, obviously, that's how I really feel. But it's like for a young girl to hear that she's beautiful from her father, it does wonders. But here's the problem. Imagine when these young girls don't have fathers to tell them they're beautiful. Imagine when they don't have fathers at all. You know what I'm saying? Then, then, then who's left to tell them that they're beautiful? Who's left to make them blush? These niggas out here on the street. But the difference is, see, here, watch this. Here's the difference. When I told my daughter that she's beautiful, it's not, obviously, it's not in a sexual manner. I'm not saying that to get something. My daughter doesn't have anything other than a smile that she can give me that I want. You see what I'm saying? Like, whereas these men telling a, a little girl that she's beautiful or a young woman that she's beautiful or that she's sexy, oh, trust and believe, he wants something. You see what I'm saying? He wants something. He wants that ass. And here's the difference. Here's the difference. When I, the difference is when I tell my daughter, hey, Aubrey, you're beautiful, and she smiles, I light up her world when, when I say that. She comes and gives me a hug. She gives me a kiss on my cheek, right? But watch this. When a man tells these women who didn't grow up with, with a father, a loving father, to tell them, hey, you're beautiful, you're special. When a man says, hey, you're sexy, damn, girl, you got a fat ass. Oh, damn, girl, this and that. She's not just giving him a kiss on the cheek to repay him for that compliment, repay him for giving her, for satisfying that need for affection that she's been craving her whole life. Instead, she's going to give him her body. You know what I mean? And she's not going to get anything in return. You know what I mean? And that's what we have to acknowledge, that we, these young girls need that. Yes, T.I. maybe have, has, is doing something unconventional, but at least he's doing something. At least she's still a virgin at 18. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's to be commended. I mean, forget all this other stuff. We have a young woman, a beautiful young woman, who is a virgin at 18. That's rare in today's society, period. I mean, we can, we can forget everything else and just say that. Wow, he, it, it appears as if he's doing something right. Somebody, somewhere along the way, he is instilled in her. You're not going to be giving your body away. You don't need to give your body away to random men. And I would think that that would be the first thing that we should be focusing on, would be commending him for being there. But here's the problem, trending on Twitter. Well, who controls what's what's trending on Twitter? The white media controls that. You know, these eggheads behind the closed doors, they control that stuff. Oh, this is someone we can bash. Let's 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 set it up so that the world is bashing him. I saw T.I. is on the front page of CNN on the on the website. I was like, wow, it's like, and somebody wrote an article about, you know, how that's such a problem, men controlling women. 
Because the problem with it is that it, 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 count, it contradicts the narrative. It contradicts the narrative that, I mean, it contradicts many different narratives that they want to put. They want to put the narrative out there that black men are, are AWOL, you know, black men don't care, black men are thugs, black men don't care about, you know, their, their kids, and you got to put them on child support. It contradicts him being a father and doing this. It contradicts so many different things that, and it, the, the agenda, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, we're just going to bash him because of that. And what we have to do is we have to get to a place where we don't feed into it. I mean, I know a lot of these fast-ass little girls out here on Facebook, you know what I mean, like bashing them. It's not the men. I haven't really seen any men bashing, you know what I'm saying? I, I see, I see the women. I see women bashing T.I. I really haven't seen any men being like, yo, T.I. is tripping. I haven't talked to a lot of men about it, but just from, from you know what I mean, like from what I've seen online, it's it's the women bashing T.I. And, I mean, if I can, I mean, I, I don't think it's rocket science, you know what I mean? But I would be, I don't think you're going to find too many women who grew up with loving fathers, or watch this, Strict fathers, you know what I mean. Parents, fathers who did not take any crap. I don't think you're gonna find that because see, a lot of growing up, I knew there were more extreme fathers or or fathers who were viewed as extreme. You know what I mean. But a lot of those women now are married, happily married. They've got kids, a good mom. Yes, their father was strict, but he, at the end of the day, he knew you weren't out there in these streets. And this is what nobody's talking about. See, the reality is, man, we got to keep it real. We're going to talk about this. We got to be honest about it. Nobody, everybody wants to talk about, oh, okay, why are so many black women single? Why are black women being passed over? Why are, why are black men choosing white women? And everybody wants to talk about the fact that, or, or everyone wants to say, oh, it's because as soon as black men get successful, as soon as black men get some, get some money, they want to go out and get a white woman. You know, as soon as black as soon as black men, you know, achieve some popularity, some fame, they want to date an Asian woman or a white woman or or a Hispanic woman or anyone but a black woman. But see, this is what we you can't just leave it at that. It's important not to just leave it at that because it's, it's deeper than that. There's there's extenuating factors behind that. Nobody is talking about this, okay? Nobody's going to say what I'm about to say, but this is the truth. One of the things that you have to look at is not that, do, you know, do white women look better than black women? Do Asian women look, look better? Of course not. Black women, in my opinion, are the most beautiful race of women on the planet Earth. I've only dated uh, black women in my life. Never had a, a, a girlfriend of any other nationality. So I, have, I love black women. That's the reality of it. So I want the best for black women. But the reality is that we, as successful black men, when it, I mean, you're, if you decide they're having sex, you know what I'm saying, you, you, men will do whatever with whoever, okay? That's what people are, are mistaking. You know, there's a big difference between genuine interest and um, sexual attraction. And a lot of black women, you know, they don't really see the difference between the two. They think that wearing their breasts out, wearing their ass out, a head full of weed that's going to get them, 
you know, genuine interest. No, that's going to get you sexual attraction, okay? And so we need black men to step up and, and tell, teach these young girls the difference between the two. But when it comes to women of different races, when you look at statistics, st- not 100%, but largely black women are the ones being abandoned by their fathers in, at a large rate. When you look at the white, and I'm just going to use white women for for example, you don't really see as many, not to say they don't exist, but you don't see as many single middle-class white mothers, right? You don't. You do, and when I was growing I went to an all-white school growing up, okay? I went to an all-white college growing up, majority white, Okay? You didn't. I never saw single white parents, white mothers, ever. Like that, that was just unheard of. You really didn't see a lot of single black mothers growing up. I didn't. Not middle class in, in, in the middle class, maybe in the hood, but middle class, you, you didn't. You didn't see a lot. Now you see single black moms in the hood, lower class. You see it a lot in the middle class. You know what I'm saying? And that and that absolutely plays a role. In how you view men, it plays a role in how you view yourself. It plays a role in how men will view you. So a lot of times, so again, when it comes to, okay, I'm successful, I'm grown, I want a wife. Men aren't going, aren't going to just skip over black women and be like, oh, I want a white woman. They're going to go to who they feel like has the qualities and the upbringing and the morals and the values that they themselves are seeking. You know, yes, maybe he was a hoe back in the day, but I want, you know, these men, they want a certain a woman that was raised a certain way and, and, and carries herself a certain way. A lot of that has to do with the father figure in their life growing up. More often than not, if a woman had that father growing up, She's going to carry herself in a certain type of way. She's not going to seek the type of attention that someone who didn't have a father growing up might seek. A lot of times that means they're going to see that in a white woman. They're going to see that in the Asian community. You don't see – how many Asian single moms do you see? Not a lot, right? You don't see that a lot. These Asians don't play that. These Koreans, these Vietnamese, these Indians, you definitely don't see it in the Indian community. You don't see people doing specials on, oh, how come so many Indian women are single? Not Native American. I'm talking about Indians, actual Indians. You know what I'm saying? They, they, a lot of them have arranged marriages. They don't play that single mom stuff. You are a family unit. This is how it's going to be, whether you like it or not. And I don't necessarily agree with that, you know, but at the end of the day, a lot, you don't see these women out here being hoes. You don't see a lot of these other. The, the, you, I mean, you don't see. And to be honest with y'all, man, like the we are the only culture that glorifies hoish behavior. You know, if, I mean, if we're, if we're really being honest about it, you don't see, um, you know, music. You don't see country artists, country music artists, um, pop stars out here glorifying, um, you know, whorish behavior and prostitution. Uh, you don't see that. You don't see uh, who is the, let me ask y'all this, 
Who is the Nicki Minaj? Who is the Cardi B equivalent of country music? You know, I'm just asking a question. Who who would that be? Taylor Swift, you know what I mean? Who is the Cardi B of pop music? Now, granted, you had the Madonnas, you know, who pushed the envelope um, back in the day. But even, I grew up in the era of Madonna. Even Madonna was never as raunchy as a Megan Thee Stallion or um, a Beyonce or a Cardi B. You didn't have that. And so, and I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. I'm just being real about what I see as a black man. Fortunately, I was able to find a, a wife, a black woman, who grew up with a loving mother and a loving father who gave her the morals and the values, so that's who I uh, ended up with. But at the end of the day, a lot of, it's hard out here. I talk to black men, it's hard for black men to find women who grew up in a loving two-parent household to a, and, and put them in a, themselves in a, in a place where they respected their body enough that I could bring you home to mom. So I'm happy T.I. is at least instilling certain morals and values in his daughter. But the reality is it's a lot of women out here who are cr- grown women who are criticizing T.I., but they done slept with 40 dudes. They 35 and done slept with 40 dudes. It's like, yo, how you criticizing T.I.? I'm just, you know, I'm just asking a question. How are you criticizing T.I. when you done slept with 50 guys? When you won your fifth abortion, how are you criticizing him for loving his daughter because he wants better for his daughter? You can't criticize T.I. if you yourself done suck with 60 guys. You done let dudes run trains on you. How you mad at T.I. for saying, hey, look, I don't want you only 18. Slow down. I want you to still be a virgin. She's already, even if she starts now. And starts wilding out and has all types of sex in her late teens and 20s and different things. She'll already be ahead of a lot of these young women out here who, who have been having sex since 12 or 13. Let's talk about the fathers who have 12-year-olds, who have 13-year-olds, whose lives they're not in. Let's talk about those guys. Let's leave T.I. alone. If you want to criticize T.I., let's criticize T.I. for glorifying guns and some of the other stuff that he that he you know, raps about and different things that's not necessarily uplifting and positive that he puts in his music. You know, some of these features that he does on his albums and different things like that. Let's talk about some of the hypocrisy that, that he has with um, talking all this political stuff but still making a certain type of music. But we can, if you, I mean, if we really want to criticize T.I., let's do that. But don't criticize T.I. for being a father to his daughter. You know what I mean? She loves him. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, at the end of the day, she loves him. You know how many little girls don't love their father? You know how many little girls don't even know their father? That's what we need to be talking about. But like I said, man, you know what I'm saying? There are real consequences out here. You know, I know I'm going to get some flack, and everybody's going to say, oh, you know, bashing the black women. It's not a, listen, this is not about bashing anyone. Y'all should know me by now. I don't bash anyone or anything. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to change lives. I'm here to inspire. And at the end of the day, man, I want everyone to have love. I do life coaching. You know what I'm saying? I do all types of things. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, a lot of things that I hear, a lot of the issues that arise, come. I can tell them 
well, let me just tell you what I do. I, I do these I do free consultations. You guys want to inbox me or email me at stayon at gmail.com. I do free consultations. So, and one of the first things I ask women, they say, hey, look, you know, I've been single and, you know, I, I've gotten dogs. I've been a little, you know, I've slept some, with some guys I shouldn't have. I say, you know, that's fine. We can deal with that. I say, well, let me just ask you a question. I say, what, what's, tell me about the relationship with your, with your father growing up. Tell me about the relationship with your parents. Were they married? Were they separated? Or what, what was the situation? They say, well, they didn't have a father growing up. Or, you know, to be honest, they done, I grew up with my parents. I watched my dad cheating on my mom. And they were always fighting and, you know, different things. So it's like that I've, I've literally heard that. And I'm not, this is no exaggeration, thousands of times, you know what I'm saying, talking to different women and interacting in different situations, literally thousands of times over these many years. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to change that cycle. You know, we cannot just keep, you know, uh, attacking. That's what we do. We attack when we, when we feel uncomfortable. People for the longest attacked me. Because I made people feel uncomfortable. People are attacking Tia because he made them feel uncomfortable. And he's not even preaching this. He preaches a lot. But he's not even preaching, oh, you know, women do this, women do this. He's saying, look, this is what I'm choosing to do with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Why are people worried about what Tia is doing with his daughter? I mean, just think about this stuff. It, it makes no sense. Shout out to you guys listening on Facebook, Facebook Live. I've been doing the Facebook Live in conjunction with the podcast taping. It's been working out pretty good for me so far. You know, oh, real quick before I forget, you guys can now listen to the Data on Tolbert show on, uh, on uh, iHeartRadio. In addition to everywhere else you listen, podcasts and different things, iTunes, different things like that, you can now just type in the Data on Tolbert show on iHeart on the iHeartRadio app. And listen that way if you guys want to uh, check me out. Uh, also, follow me on Facebook. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are, why are we so, we talk, it's interesting, we talk so much about judging. You know, why are we judging, we're judging Kanye West for his, for his political views. We're judging T.I. for his parenting. You know, meanwhile, kids are getting shot in the head. You know, meanwhile, and nobody's saying nothing. Meanwhile, you know, little girls are, 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 are Know the lyrics to Cardi B's whole album, Megan Thee Stallion. Why are your kids even listening to Megan Thee Stallion? The City Girls. And why? Why do you? Why? Why do? Why are they even popular? What happened? See, back in the day, my parents. I'll tell y'all a story. See, I didn't have. And many of you guys may have already heard this story, but back in the day, I was my 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 siblings and I. We didn't have cable because my mom was adamant father too he kind of went along with my mom was adamant about us not listening to or or watching well first of all we weren't allowed to listen to certain music but we weren't allowed to watch the quote-unquote naked ladies on BET I guess they had the BET uncut in these videos she said nah you guys aren't watching that and at, at a certain point TV in general got to become so vulgar and so you know explicit my mom was just like, you know what? Just you guys just aren't having cable. You're just not gonna. You're, we're just not gonna have cable in the house. We don't. I don't want you guys being exposed to that. So we just didn't have cable growing up. A lot of the shows that people watch on cable, I wasn't able to watch. My my siblings weren't able to watch. So 
when the Olympics came, I forget which Olympics it was, but the Olympics came, and they were like, all right, I ran track at that time, played some other sports. They were like, all right, so we're going to let you, we're going to get the cable back so you can watch the Olympics. You know what I mean? We were like, oh, great, that's what's up. But no one, you know, we were like, oh, my goodness. We're like the babies in a, in, a, in a candy store. So we were like, oh, we can watch this channel. We can watch BET. We can watch MTV. We can watch all types of stuff. And so we would sneak and we would watch different stuff. We weren't just, I, I'm not sure if I even watched the Olympics at all that year. I, we were watching all types of stuff. But one day, they, you know, my, my, my dad came in and he caught us watching the, the, the videos. And he just—he didn't even say anything. He went upstairs, and we 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 flipped it back to the Olympics to act like we were watching the Olympics. Maybe five ten minutes later, the cable just goes black. TV goes black. Went upstairs. Hey, you know, mom, dad, what's up? Did you guys pay the bill? Like, what's going on? The cable went out. I said, no. My dad said, no, it didn't go out. I, said, I turned it off. I said, why did you turn it off? He said, I know what y'all were watching down there. And so back in the day, that was viewed as quote unquote extreme. Now, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But that's because they actually cared about what me, my brothers, my sister, what kind of content we were taking in. Where is that type of extremity today? You know what I'm saying? That it's, it's virtually non-existent. You see these, these mindless zombies walking around with these headphones on, these earbuds on, in their ears. Take the freaking earbuds out of your ears. You look stupid. This is no disrespect to anybody. But if you're not, I mean, it's like you're walking around having conversations with other people, listening to these, with these earbuds in. Half the time, people aren't even listening to anything. You're in church. You're in, you know, wherever. You know what I'm saying? You're not listening to anything. You think it looks cool. It doesn't look cool. They cost 10 bucks. It's not, they're not that expensive. So, and I say ten bucks because a lot of y'all walking around with the fake ones. You know what I'm saying? The ones you get from the from the from the from the Jamaican on the corner in the hood. You know what I'm saying? That, that shut off after ten minutes of using them, not the the real ones. But it's like these kids are walking around listening to this music. They're not listening to, and that's another form of hypocrisy because it's like these kids, these parents are allowing their kids to listen to God knows what, Young Thug, Lil Uzi Vert, um, you know, these weirdos out here, 24-7, literally 24-7, they're listening. They're just ingesting all this negativity because the earbuds stay in their ears. But y'all want to criticize Kanye West for making a gospel album? You know what I'm saying? He, Kanye West ain't talking about killing nobody. Kanye West ain't talking about raping nobody, giving mollies and smoking blunts and this and that. He's not talking about, you know, having sex with women or glorifying prostitution. I mean, the, the hypocrisy in the black community is literally at an all-time high. It's, it's absolutely disgusting. You know what I'm saying? The, the backlash that Kanye West, I'm just using him for example, but the backlash that he's receiving for making a gospel album, when people are allowing their kids to listen to, to the City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and the rest of these weirdos out here, these hoes out here, it's absolutely ridiculous. 
It's, a, it's actually one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen or experienced in my life. And so we, we need more fathers to be like, you know what? I'm going to make sure you're not a virgin. Fathers, I'm going to make sure you're not out here with that ass out. Go cover up that ass. You got tights on and a tight shirt, but pick one. Either loosen up the shirt or, 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 or cover up the ass, something. But these girls are walking around here with thongs on, G-strings, and it's like no one is checking them. No one is saying you're not going to dress like that. My daughter's eight years old. I'll tell her to change her clothes if I don't like something that she picks out. And she's not, watch this, she's not even doing it. See, see, here's the thing. It starts young. See, my daughter is not in a mindset. Because we raised her a certain type of way, she's not even in the mindset of I'm going to wear something that shows off my body. You know what I mean? That's not, that, she doesn't think like that. But there are young girls that same age that do. I guarantee you that. You know what I'm saying? So even, watch this though. It's not about her. Hey, I might be like, yo, good, good, good change. I don't like the way that looks. Change it. And she goes and changes it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm not, I'm not even at that level yet, at that age where, where, where I really have to do it. I'm just starting early just, just because. And that's what we have to do. That's what we need more fathers to do. Imagine when the girls come downstairs with actually the, the mindset of, I'm going to wear this because I know how it makes my ass look. Or I'm aware of this because I know how it makes my, my waist look or my breast look. So I'm, I'm intentionally going to do this to show off my body. We definitely need fathers to step up at that point, but it starts at this point. Seven years old, five years old, eight years old. And people want to criticize that? Why? Because it may, I mean, it's like, what is she doing that's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Or is it just the fact that you wish somebody was there to do that for you. That's really what it is. There's really nothing else other than that. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing other than that. And I feel like, you know, you, you have, as a parent, mother or father, you have to be observant about who your kids hang out with. My, my, my daughter came to me this morning. Actually, no. One of my daughter's friends came up to me this morning and was like, hey, Mr. Tolbert, here, here, here you go. Here's something I have for you. I said, what's this? She said, it's an a, it's a, it's a invitation. It's an invitation for a sleepover. I said, okay, I'll pass it along to, you know, my uh, Aubrey's mom, and, you know, we'll check it out. We'll talk to your parents. We'll see what's going on. You know what I mean? And, and, we'll, and we will make a decision about it, whether or not that's something we want to do. You know, it's like that's the type of stuff that parents have to should be doing. They should be, you know, involved in their kids' lives, not just going along with the flow, not just, you know, oh, you want to hang out with this crew, okay, oh, you want to hang out with this person, oh, no, you, you gotta you gotta make decisions that are best for your child. You know, a lot of those decisions are not going to. You know, your kids may not like that. I'm sure uh, Tia's daughter doesn't necessarily like him going to the gynecologist with her. I'm sure she. I'm sure she doesn't like that and hasn't liked it over the last several years that this has been going on. But guess what? I'm hoping that she will turn out, you know, better than some of her these other young 18 year olds have turned out. You know, it's a lot of fast ass 18 year olds out here. So, not to not to not to beat a dead horse, man. But like, 
you know, I, I was I wasn't even going to make this the second episode of the new season on the podcast. I was just going to come back live. But I was like, you know what? This is a good topic, and um, I wanted, I felt like keeping it extra real today. So I I may I may actually come back live tomorrow too, man. I got another topic that I was going to wait till tomorrow to talk to y'all about. I actually want to talk about, um, you know, why am I single? Um, I've been receiving a, an influx of of questions lately about, um, you know, why am I uh, not able to find love? Why am I not able to find a man? Why am I 40 years old or approaching 40 years old and single? And I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that more than I have, um, you know. I touched on certain things today, but I want to just go through the whole cycle because one of the things I, I want to do in 2020 is is really see some some engagements happening. I want to see some rings going on fingers. I want to see some relationships forming. And I feel like there are specific things that I'm seeing that are not happening that need to happen in order to uh, make that happen. So I want to I want to do a, a specific show um, that goes deep into detail on why so many specifically African American women are single. And what are some things that can be done to, and it's not, like I said, it's not an attack. And if you think that, just, you know, unfollow me, unfriend me, tune me out. Like, don't even, if that's what you feel like or that's how you, you know what I mean, you took that, don't even worry about it because that, that's not for you. This is specifically about people who want to who want to listen in with the, with the mindset of, wow, this is a married man approaching 10 years of marriage, you know, t- telling me, hey, this is what, Black men are looking for, this is what we're not finding, and these are some things that I, as a black woman, can, you know, maybe change or improve to uh, to help bring that about a little bit quicker. And that's that's why I want to target, that's what my audience is. So I'm going to get ready to wrap it up, man. I know this was a little bit of a shorter show, but like I said, I didn't even intend this to be a, a full broadcast. I just wanted to talk about this TI situation specifically. And um, But, yeah, man, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, everything is at Dadon Tolbert. Um, add yourself to the Friends of the Daydon Tolbert Show group. Like I told y'all earlier, you can now listen to the Daydon Tolbert Show, the original urban podcast on iTunes, as well as everywhere else, you know, podcasts are heard. And um, I'm going to get with y'all later on.
date on be a motivation child a date on to overcome and rock your world Date on be your motivation, child. The date on top will motivate you, girl. Date on be your motivation, child. The date on top will come and change your world. You don't ever have to settle for less. You don't have to be a fool. Call them up, let the tears fall. Until we're coming right. 